shit, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing out there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 158. How you doing, folks? Did you have a good week? We had an interesting week. It was uh, what I would say they would describe as eventful back in the day. Um, this was uh, essentially a good time for us to, uh, I don't know, kind of fucked up here. I'm not even really starting the show correctly. I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm not doing this with the same vigor as I usually do. I should bring up that this is a crew episode today. If you guys have never listened to an episode like this, if this is your first time listening to the show, this is us. Uh, everyone who's involved in the show, uh, G-Tone, say hello. Hello. Chris Martin, say hello. Uh, hey. G-Tone and C-Mart, effectively. Uh, and myself, MD, Jamie. I, uh, I like to do these shows with crew and you'll notice we've been doing a lot more of these recently uh it's not because we can't get guests or something like that um we we actually have requests that people want to come do the show you're just being way more of an asshole now just being way more of an asshole just totally filtering all the assholes no i i'm actually uh i'm having a tough time deciding what exactly the fuck is next like what are we doing you know i think about a lot of long-term strategy and planning and it's it is kind of like all just random number generation it feels like sometimes but at the other end of it there is some kind of strategy involved a little bit of tactics occasionally and right now i'm like what do we do i'm, I'm in this really weird tunnel vision right now where i think like maybe we should pivot a little bit Maybe we shouldn't be so guest heavy. Maybe we still have guests, but maybe we just kind of build up this for a little bit. I think this dynamic is fun. I've had more fun doing this. And I've said this to you, Chris, when it was just you and me. And that's how serious it is. I called him Chris. I know. I didn't know what the fuck to do there. (laughs) That was weird. I looked around. Yeah. Like, seriously, though, I said this to you when it was just the two of us for a little while. I was like, these crew episodes are my favorite. I have more fun doing this than the guests sometimes because it's not like the guests aren't interesting or something like that. It's just at the same time I'm, I'm having trouble outside of the show. I'm having a hard time. I'm having a a tough go of it, so to speak. I'm, I'm doing my best to not be that way, especially when I'm on like involved in a medium like this, that captures it for a long period of time, but I'm not having the best time. And, uh, it's it's weird because I'm also in this weird position where I, I don't want to squander this beautiful gift that we have of being able to use this space, which is like such a huge treasure. Like it's it's I, I'm fully aware of like and I'm full of gratitude for that. But at the same time, it's like not really in a position where we can just like stop doing the show or something like that. Like I don't want to do any kind of hiatus and nothing like that. And <clears throat> I've been thinking about a lot of things lately, and I'm just like. Okay, I'm like, well, who am I super comfortable with that at least I can be honest with? And I'm like, okay, well, everyone in this room right now, G-Tone and C-Mart, I can be honest with these guys and be like, okay, look, I'm not having the best fucking time. Like, I'm having I'm having a tough go of it. And uh, it's it's weird because I, I watch back the episodes after we edit them, and I think about how I related to them in the moment versus how I relate to them watching them back. And it's like... It's like who is this guy? You know who is this person? I, I don't uh, I don't I don't fully connect with this like personality, and it, I have it's like almost out of body experiences where I'm I'm like just doing it, 
and I'm not really thinking about it. Like and then a float I go, tank? Yeah, like a float tank, basically, okay. yeah. And I I just have this weird disconnect, and I, and I apologize because it's not really where I want to be. But at the same time, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to take steps to fix it, and it's just like by this point, usually things kind of unjam themselves and I'm, I'm back into it and I slide back in. It's just like, I don't know. I'm at a point where like a lot of the techniques I've used in the past to uh, push myself through a lot of this shit. are just, they're just not as effective or they're not working at all. So I, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out and it, it's tough. And uh, yeah, I, a little bit of patience um, I'm just what I'm trying to ask of myself and, uh, and you guys, obviously I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pull you guys into this shit, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm like, I really want to do this and I really want to do it well. And I had some really great phone conversations for the first time last night. Uh, uh, one with our, our younger brother, actually Jordan, Jordan gave me a good chat and a lot of long-term thinking. And I, I've, I've lacked that for a little while. I haven't had like, I've been. I'm used to thinking way ahead, like five, six, seven, eight years ahead. I'm trying to think way long-term strategy. And lately I've been just focusing on the micro and not the macro. I've been so focused on the micro. It's more like day to day, one hour at a time, trying to figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I don't want to start the show on such a fucking low shitty. We're note. too far gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. Such a weird spot to start it, but I don't know. I just, I appreciate you guys letting me chat about that for a minute, but um, I'm glad you did bring up uh, issues like that because I need to apologize for last Monday. Last Monday with Dan Garrison. Last Monday with Dan Garrison, I I feel like I made an absolute fool of myself, and uh, no excuses or anything. But I can I can tell you I can tell you the story of what uh, what went down that put me in a so we in all, a, such a state. We all went our separate ways after um, the podcast. You and Dan Garrison. I'm going to talk about before that. Oh, before you? Yeah, before the podcast even. Could we just the talk- reason I was in such a such a state at the podcast. Okay, and why the rest of the night went so All right, let's sideways. Tell tell us the prequel of the podcast, and then we'll chat about the okay. podcast a bit, and then we'll talk about the aftermath a little bit. Monday, I was uh, okay. Th- this, this is last week, so this is your yeah, this is before you come Monday. to the podcast. Yeah, Monday night I was two days into fasting. Okay, before I left the bus, how many pounds down are you in? Uh, probably, uh, 95. 95 I, yeah, back, pounds. backtracked a little bit. For people that don't know, G-Tone has recently lost 95 pounds, uh, over the course of a year, correct? Just over a year. So that's a tremendous amount of weight to lose at any point yeah. in time, but over a year. Yeah. So, so Monday I was, I was two days into a fast. I was going to go three days. I did go three days. So, uh, not, be- not before eating I at left all? the bus, are you eating at not all? eating at all? Just, uh, just water for, for three days. Okay. Trying to get myself into ketosis quick. Right. So before I leave the bus, I had a little bit of vodka left over and I thought, I don't want to carry this whole bottle down, this bottle down there just for this little bit of vodka. So I made a, made a vodka drink and I I drank it before I left the bus. Right. And then on the way to the podcast, I stopped and I bought that Mickey of white lightning, white lightning, white lightning, which I've done before. Yeah. And it wasn't a problem. Yeah. So. I buy the Mickey of White Lightning. I jump on the bus. I go down to the Met around the corner. And we buy drinks. Yeah, we had a few drinks. I get a couple, a couple, a couple doubles in me. So now I've got probably 
six to eight shots of, of vodka in me, oh, empty stomach. And then we come, and then we come to the podcast, and I start drinking that White Lightning. White Lightning. <laughs> Halfway through the bottle of White Lightning, I don't remember. I don't remember anything we talked about during the podcast. Yeah, when you... I listened to it back on Wednesday. I stopped. I stopped it halfway through because I was absolutely embarrassed at my uh, my actions and demeanor. You you were like you were so on the money the first like fifteen minutes, and then it, it kind of started unraveling. And I've known you long enough that I I I've only seen you like that a few times. But the one time I did recently see you like that was at the Christmas Rager, which we intergalactic interview sponsored uh, for Rock, Rocket from Russia. I showed up at like. 10 after 9, like first bands were on at like 9 o'clock. And I showed up at 10 after 9. And I think by like when I got there, basically, you, you were already like pure hell. <laughs> like you were like, you were full jeans Again, on. Like, uh, I've, I've been living like, with a, a deficit in calories and, and 100%, food. And 100%. Then I go out and drink the same amount as I, as I used to. That's a thing. And all of a sudden, I'm blackout. Like yeah. my eyes are floating in my head and I'm saying stupid shit and all that stuff. Yeah. So what I need to do is uh, apologize publicly for, for putting myself in that situation. And if anyone wants to go back and listen to that podcast, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like you said, 15 I, minutes I, in, all of a sudden. I, I did have a few people reach out to me and just be I'm, like, I'm, what was I'm, up? Yeah, I'm cutting off the, our yeah. guest. I'm cutting you off. I'm, I'm ignorant to, to C-Mart. Uh, like it was, and then you had to bleep out like a 15-second diatribe <laughs> of like, I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, I can't even remember what I was talking about that you bleeped out. I, I'm, it's okay. I don't, well, don't, I have we don't need to talk no, about it. No, we don't no. need to talk about it. No, I'll tell you, I've only had to bleep things three times now ever in the history of the show. And that was one of them. And that was the longest one by far. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had one call about that that was like, yo, what was that? And I was just like, ah, Gito was being reckless. Yeah. <laughs> just being crazy with it. But that's like, I was literally, you're black, on, I was literally blackout, yeah. blackout drunk during the podcast. See, that's, and I that's, feel really bad about it. I reached out to Dan and I apologized to him because I felt like I, I really uh, overstepped my boundaries and he was here to, to, uh, to promote the tours that he's got coming up and all that stuff. And I just kept on interrupting and calling him a liar and like, just, <laughs> just, just like, yeah, like well, just the lying in my head in yeah. shame. Like, that's okay. You know what? I, I happen to know for a fact that, uh, Dan is, a. Uh, you know, one of the most chill guys out there. And Dan didn't give me any shit for it. He said he had an absolute great time. And he all did. That. Yeah. And I, that's what he told I me just, too. I still, I can't help but think I was absolutely out your, of line. Your and, self-awareness in that speaks a lot to the situation. If you felt like there was nothing wrong, that would be wrong. But if, funny it, thing is, you like know. you said earlier, it took me listening to it back to realize that I was completely, completely... <sighs> It's weird, right? Because off, off the off the rails. Yeah, that like listening to it back, the reflection of like having something on the show. Like for a long time, I would I would put up the show. I'd say the first like hundred and ten episodes or something. I was I would put up I would record it and then watch the whole thing and then edit it. And then time crunch started getting down, and I stopped watching myself and I stopped becoming aware of things. Like there were things. Like around episode eighty or so, I was I was very aware of certain idiosyncrasies in my speech patterns because I was watching it back and saying like, oh, I always take a pause after like four words. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try and add the fifth word, <laughs> stupid shit like that. Uh, th- that kind of stuff is one thing, but then when you're watching your, like behavior and you're like, uh, 
this isn't like the best version of me. I never want to be that seen like that ever again. Neither of us do, right? I, I never want to uh, to talk to anyone like that or treat anyone like that or say yeah. those things, whatever I said. It, it's uh, I'd just like to apologize. Well, okay. to anyone that's listened to it or or uh, or was witness to it in person, I, I apologized sincerely. Here's the thing, though you're you're a super fun person to be around. One of my favorite parts about you being involved right now is that you bring an energy to the show that I brought up just very recently in, in this episode. I'm lacking like a certain energy. Like there's a flair that I I can't fabricate right now. Like I'm I'm sorry. When I'm up again, it's gonna be different. Mm-hmm. But like I feel you're you're doing something right now. Like like right now. I'm. I'm just. Let's just put it out there. I'm being totally transparent. I feel like I'm using you like a crutch right now. Like your your energy is super amazing to be around. Everyone loves chatting with you. Everyone loves being around with you. You're a funny person. You have lots to say. You have tons of interesting when stories. I'm not ignorant. Well, there's there's another you know, factor oblivious, there too, which is what I was. <laughs> right. But I think you and I historically our our most fucked up situations have always come around alcohol. You and I have always had absolutely had. I'd say almost no, not even almost. Every single one of my major life mistakes ever have ever have always come back down to alcohol every single time. And uh, it's like it's fun to do. I love having drinks. I love Jack Daniels. I love having shots. I love having a good time. But like when you're in a headspace that is just, for instance, take a focus off me for a sec. When you're in a headspace where you're you're body is changing so much like you've lost so much weight you've lost so much weight that your mind is still back where you used to be in weight like you don't even realize that like your tolerance has changed so dramatically like big time big time like i'm talking like and i'm, G-tone, not, I'm I, not eating the types of foods that soak no, up exactly soak up alcohol you're not even anymore. yeah you're not even in a conducive diet mm. to drinking yeah so everything you're putting into you is like times 10 yeah like you, yeah. when you okay by the way everything you just described to me on the way in like that monday i had no idea that you had all that plus that that's plus, just plus the beginning I'll, I'll continue the yeah, story yeah yeah you're getting into it but like, ahead, yeah. but like i didn't know you had all that going into that but like i'll tell you right now if you were at your original weight on your old diet and you're telling me all this that would have been nothing I would have been like, "What are you telling me this for?" Like, it's no, not even not. it's not even worth mentioning that you had a Mickey or something. I'd be like, "Who gives a shit?" But like now, yeah, this makes a lot more sense. Obviously, okay. So please continue. So during the show, it was kind of chaos. Well, that's yeah. I was doing my damnedest to like rein me in. Yeah, you. Seamart was trying to rein me in. You were trying to rein me in. I was. I was. <laughs> I was just. Seamart at one point. Yeah, I think he shushed he, me. Yeah, I think he shushed me. And I, I don't was know if like, I did that. Shushed by the cameraman. Yeah, I, I heard you like, say that. Just, I didn't actually hear. Like, oh I don't God. think I did. Yeah, I didn't hear what Seymour did. <laughs> I but I did hear. See what I, I mean? Is like, yeah, I didn't hear that. But I, I did hear. Uh, I hear you off camera, like off camera, like, oh, so you just gonna shush me? <laughs> 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 I was like, turn my head. I'm like, wait a minute. Dan's telling this like super deep story, and you probably should have shushed me. I know that grab me by I the arm and just be like settle settle down a little bit, and then I want to fight you or something. Yeah, that like, would you, be a bad move. You, you never know. You <laughs> well, never know. You're also yeah terrifying to like try <laughs> like someone someone's like be quiet. You're like, and you think you have the authority <laughs> to tell me? I'm just like Jesus Christ. But like all that aside, I gotta say 
there was a lot of it that was entertaining. Um, the wherewithal you have. To I even, still haven't even watched the second half. You're probably okay. You're probably good to just roll through. Keep the headspace you're in right now. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't, don't yeah. go back. Don't yeah. don't. I don't, don't. Think it will. That's already over there. Someone's already watched next, it. next year. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I was right. I was right to apologize for that. People, yeah. People will watch this one and be like, oh, I knew it. I knew this guy was a good guy. I knew everything about him. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Uh, so so as we are leaving the podcast, uh, Dan mentions he wants to go grab some drinks. Uh, I'm like, I want to go edit this podcast, and Seymour and I are going to leave. So we go our way, and you and Dan. Pretty Garrison. sure I finished the Mickey during the the podcast. Definitely, threw, the, you definitely threw it at Dan. At the the drink, drink, I wore no, it. You put it in my shirt. The drink, yeah, and then you flipped, the drink you that I poured it for Dan. The, the, the drink that I poured for Dan, he gave it back to me because it wasn't very good. <laughs> no, I had five sips. of So it I drank again. that. So literally that whole Mickey of White Lightning. Several and okay, so Dan and I leave here. You go home. Uh, we go to where does Dan? That, and the by the American, way, that was it. Dan works go. at the American. That so. was it. I had I didn't hear it from G Tone till the next day. So we go, I, till I, midnight. I was like, we go to the American, and I I barely remember sitting at the bar with with Dan. I probably had another double there, and then I went to the SkyTrain station at. Uh, What's the one over here? Is in Vancouver, there's a SkyTrain. Stadium, stadium SkyTrain? Uh, probably talking about Science World. No, I think I was Science World. Yeah, yeah. Science World, and, yeah. Uh, which is on Terminal, which is kind of a sketchy area around that time of night. Totally. Totally sketchy. It's it's right on the weird cusp of like so, development and yeah. undeveloped. So, yeah. so get this. I was trying to be good. Okay. I went to the machine to buy a, tr- a ticket to get on the SkyTrain. Right. Now, from what I can piece together... I tried about ten times for my my bank card to buy like a a dollar eighty five or a, a two whatever it costs for a concession concession SkyTrans ticket. Okay, it wouldn't let me buy one. Okay, so I got pissed off. This came to me the next day after I realized my elbow hurt. I I'm pretty sure I tried to break the machine with my elbow <laughs> allegedly because it would give me a ticket to go home. Now this. Allegedly. Smashing the machine and then storming off, I must have rustled, ruffled the feathers of these two crackheads that were that were sitting there doing whatever they were doing, because one of them said something to me, and I think he called me. Uh, I'm pretty sure he called me a fucking goof. Well, that's fighting words. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I just started like, shut up, go back to panhandling for meth money, you fucking blah blah blah. You know, like just going off. Thing. And then you know what? He convinced them, and they went away. <laughs> No, 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 no. They, they got closer. Yeah, of course. The, the, <laughs> Why would they? The one, the one came straight to me and got in my face. It was a girl and she was missing all her teeth. Okay. And when she got close, I was like, oh my God, what are you getting close to me? But like, oh my God, I think I called her a toothless wonder and, and something like this. <laughs> and, then, and then Allegedly. she was and the guy, <laughs> the guy starts screaming at me, don't you fucking touch her. I'm like, Why the fuck would I touch her? That's she's, their move. she's the one running up on me. That's their move, you could tell. And he started digging in his backpack. Oh, and I remember wow. saying, what are you, grabbing your weapon? And then I went back to talking to the girl. And the guy comes running up to me. Casual conversation. Oh. And I thought he just grabbed me by my lapels. And I batted his hands away. And I said, what the fuck are you touching me for? And it wasn't until the next day I realized I got a slash in my jacket this big. I'm pretty sure he knifed me or tried to knife me in my chest. Holy I had to sew fuck. up my jacket the next day. What the fuck? Yeah. So I didn't I, really I, know I, this. I, I you, get away so from you that. had like a slash in your... In my red fucking jacket with all the patches on it. There's a big slash across the chest right here. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
right? So I'm blackout drunk. I don't remember any of this until like I grab my jacket the next day and go to put it on. And it's just like, Hank, whoa, tattered. whoa, tattered. is that from last night? What the? Jesus Christ. Right. So I must have. I think I finally got my bank. After all that, I got my bank machine to work. It gave me a ticket. And I got on the SkyTrain, went to Commercial Broadway, jumped on a bus there, made it home, and then I realized I left my backpack somewhere in, the, oh, in all no. of this, right? My After backpack. all that, <laughs> what was in your bag? Uh, my, uh, my old phone, a uh, bunch of cables, uh, my black book with all my writings oh, and contacts no. for, for tour and everything. Yeah, I was like, oh, like just <clears throat> the feel of dread in the pit of my stomach. I know it too Wake, well. Waking up to... Oh my god! Everything's missing. I almost died from a knife slash across the chest. I absolutely almost destroyed a, a relationship with with the uh, with the podcast and and the client or the uh, uh, guest. The guest. All because who's who you're in business with? Too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just realized that connection too. I right? was like, wait a minute. There's a lot of relationships. <laughs> connected it could there. have gone really bad. Yeah, yeah. So all of that. In one Monday. Jesus Christ. One Monday evening. Fuck White Lightning, man. That's like yeah, the we're worst. getting back into the White Lightning in February. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, there, was, there was good news after I reached out and started apologizing to people. Uh, after, after waiting for a day, my bag was turned into the SkyTrain. Oh, that's uh, great. Uh, wow. Yeah. And that's great news. That's everything never was happened. in it. I swear to God. It, it had even been rifled through. Oh, really? My old phone was out of the box and like in the bag, not in the pouch where it used to be. And I think maybe the SkyTrain people probably... Did it just to make sure it's not drugs? Hopefully, and bomb, bombs hopefully it was them. Yeah. Well, they didn't. No one. T- everything was still in it. Oh, nice! Wow. Yeah. Very fortuitous. I can't believe your phone was still in there, even if it was your old phone. Yeah, it was a uh, five Galaxy Five. Imagine there's some kid right now who's like just dreaming of playing bass or maybe some folk aspiring singer, and they're like, "Man, I just don't know anyone in the industry." And then they look over in their seat on the bus. They see this bag. They're like, "What's in this bag?" And they like, they open it. They're like, "Oh, like every fucking tour contact you could imagine." <laughs> and you're just like, "Okay, maybe I just keep this bag." And you're like, "No, nah, it's crazy." But really, it's you an move... unusual scenario you just uh, presented. Well, there. that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, straight straight up though, that that's good that you got. It, all it that. was a very uh, a very rough day. Yeah, it sounds and like the, you had. And a... the following two days were were just as rough because I had this this guilty sinking feeling in the bottom of my stomach that I just ruined something. That's that, how I felt for two days, at least two worst. days afterwards. That's the worst fucking feeling right yeah. there. That when I, I can't tell you how many times I've woke up blacked out drunk and I'm in the greatest mood waking up and everyone around me is fucking just beyond irritated. And they're just, they're so livid. And you're like, what's wrong? Did we have a good time? And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? They're like, because you're in the mood you were when you blacked out. Mm-hmm. So if you were like flying high and having a good time, you wake up that same emotion because your body didn't know what to change. You're like, okay, we just blacked out. So you wake up, you're like, and the worst question you ever hear, man, I, I could, I feel my chest tighten when I even hear, when I hear this, do you remember anything of the last night? And I go, Oh fuck me. It's just like the dread. Mm-hmm. See, Mart, you've had a share of blackouts. It's never happened. Blackout, black mart, <laughs> never once happened. Pass mart over here. <laughs> Fucking. Normally, I wake up. Well, if that's ever, you know, when, and I wake up and I just know, I don't remember. <laughs> just I'm just know. like, that's Fuck. Next- and it's usually too early. It'll be like seven, 
Too and I know that call. no yeah. messages can. Or uh, no one's gonna look at the message till like noon. I know that. You know, or eleven. I know that. I'm pretty sure too. I've picked you up once or twice, like in the middle of the night. Like we'll be driving at like two or three in the morning. All of a sudden, is that Seamart? Seamart's Seamart's <laughs> doing like a. What's uh, happened? This is in a little town. He's doing this a is zig, like the zigzag. city. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a zigzag pattern up the sidewalk. I'm oh, like, I, th- I think we should grab an active shooter. I think we should grab him and take him home. I think we should grab him and take him home. You have Seamart in some kind of serpentine pattern walking. Yeah, it's a strategy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, avoiding an actor shooter. (laughs) Or some sort of slingshotter nearby. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Again, this is not a small town. This is like a city. You've (laughs) seen him several times in the city walking around. That says it all. But like that feeling of dread that comes with like that sinking guilt, I I never get so close to quitting everything as when that happens. I was at a wedding this summer and I blacked out and I had – what I thought was a tremendous time, and I, I woke up in the morning to that question. Do, do you remember anything about last night? And that was I, Alexander I, the Great, I assume, asking you. Yeah, it was the only one left. <laughs> Everyone else left. Um, I woke up to uh, that feeling, though, that's that sinking feeling of like, I don't know where I'm at with anyone in any, any of these relationships. I don't know where I'm at, and I don't know whom I've offended, and I don't even know where to make this right. And actually, straight up, there's one person at that wedding that I was uh, um, pretty pretty tight with pre-wedding. And, I mean, we're like, fr- like really good friends or something like that. But, like, when I see him, it was always, like, sincere, how are you? And I actually want to know how you feel and that kind of stuff. And, and uh, I haven't been able to reach out to them because I, I know no one will tell me what really fucking happened. Like, that, it's that deep where I'm like, they're like, just let it go. Let it go. Fine. Let, let sleeping dogs lie and i'm like that's not good i fucking I, I still feel bad about that that's not good should we call him on the show we want to do it right now <laughs> what's going on bro <laughs> it's g-tone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up the phone that'd be that'd be the best i just dial g-tone i'm like listen i want to talk to you about something that happened <laughs> yeah i think i got the back i'm sorry it. yeah recently well, okay bro it's all water under the fridge we're all good well, that's the that's the thing. I spent a couple of days like totally thinking about it, and if there's one <clears> good thing that can come out of it, it's to recognize that a mistake was made and uh, it shouldn't happen again. And there's definitely steps that I can take so that it never happens yeah. again. I hear you, man. I think you know one thing is Seamart's been doing Dry January. Yep. <clears throat> and then uh, you and I have been drinking the last few episodes even on, and uh, I I think I'm good for a bit. I drank like. I don't know, a lot of Gentleman Jack recently, courtesy of Chris Martin actually bought me a nice bottle at Christmas, but I've been drinking a lot, and uh, I think I just need to chill for a bit and see what's up, because, uh, yeah. Well, two weeks, we're going back to the Met, so whatever you want to do, it's <laughs> fine, but... Whatever, uh... you, whatever you want to accomplish, I hope it only takes 14 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Chris Martin says, so we got to roll with that, but but yeah, um, but can I ask you something? Did you actually put hands on those crackheads? I didn't she didn't actually i batted his hands away and asked him why he was touching me and because he... i did not go towards him i did not touch him but you didn't like you didn't have to defend yourself you didn't assault him i absolutely did not assault him okay i was gonna say like i verbally assaulted it sounds both, like he both... deserved it but like fuck it you know i verbally assaulted <clears throat> both of them by the way i was examining that in my head when you were telling me analyzing it i think that's their fucking move 
I think that's the. Oh, they baited move. me in. Yeah, yeah. He, she approaches. You're not allowed to hit a girl, obviously. So uh, a girl walks up, even if she's meth mouthed, mangled. Oh, it as was fuck. it was gross. <laughs> she yeah. sounded minging. It was not not nice. She walks up, all meth mouthed, and then she's like, "What? What?" What? And then as she's doing that, that's the distraction. Yeah. He clubs you over the head, takes whatever you have, and they go and they get more rock or whatever the fuck. Uh, what a what a transparent plan. And it's so shitty. Allegedly. I fucking hate these people. I can't believe these people it almost may took have my been brother. Less, it that's... may have been less, uh, less innocent, a little more innocent than that. You know, it very <clears> well <throat> could have been just like they saw me freaking out at the fucking machine, called me a fucking goof. I fucking went over the top in my uh, verbal verbal uh, battery. <laughs> I like that you just called her out. Like, you toothless wonder. You fucking toothless wonder. <laughs> Go back and do your panhandling for more meth or whatever the fuck you're here doing. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. The, uh, you're like, here's a terrible situation. Better escalate it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And that, another thing, too, is um, even though you've lost 95 pounds, you also still have this like terrifying aura if you want. Like you're a very jovial, happy person. You get along with everyone, make friends everywhere you go. But you also have this like like dude, you you have to know from an outside perspective, you look like you would wreck shop if you wanted to like if you like if you decided something was gonna happen, most likely unless there was an amazing interference of force from somewhere else, it's probably gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. So like they see you freaking out at the TransLink. I'm trying not to be like that ever again. Of course, of I course, used, of I course. used to be like that. Of course, I would say you haven't been that for many, many yeah. years. Yeah, I'd say I've, I've witnessed major change in you. Yeah, you, yeah I don't you, want. I don't want any of that. That's pretty. Like even in blacked out, I didn't swing at this guy. Old, old interesting, me. Yeah, old me would have led <sighs> with a headbutt, and like it would have been. I probably would have ended up in jail. Can you tell that again? Because there's, there's video, there's video uh, all over the Sky Train there, and if they saw me grab a guy Assault. And, and just destroy him, they would have held. And they would have been like, I would have been done. They would have been like, Guy, Guy McDonald, please do not public intoxication and please don't and, leave the province. Uh, serious assault. Yeah, don't leave battery the, charges. Don't leave the country. You don't have any plans to leave the country. Not to mention like broken hands or whatever, or stabbed in the fucking heart. Sounds like it would have been like, fatal. He, he, if he was cutting <laughs> your jacket. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to not be in that, that situation ever again. Oh, that's terrifying to hear. Yeah. I'm not even comfortable fucking hearing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not good. Well, this has been fucking just super happy podcast so far, eh? Um, Chris happy Martin, New you have, Year. Yeah, happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Chris Martin, do you have any uh, trials or tribulations you want to pile Anything on? to apologize for? Yeah, you want to. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Everything, I guess. Why not? <laughs> Absolve your sins. We should do a live baptism on here, maybe. Oh God, a live, a live baptism. Yeah, why not? Does that depend? What kind of faith? I don't know. Christian, I guess. Fratisellian. Isn't that the only one that does baptisms? No, there's like first of all, they all do them. Look this up, sir. How many different types of Christianity there are? Oh well, yeah, but christianity you could be fratacellian which is fratacellian monks which don't believe in wealth or any opulent uh displays of power fratacellian probably not even saying that right probably you could not. be uh, doesn't sound correct you could be orthodox frat, frat house cellian <clears throat> frat house cellian immersion baptism baptize you in beer kegs what's this okay 
Can they see this or just no, us? No, okay. I don't think they want to read that. Let me uh, let me read one of these. What is it? How many no, how many types are they? You just so type different in baptism. Kinds. What is this? No, one? which religions baptize? Which, oh, which religions? Yeah, which not which which is which. So there's not different kinds. There's <laughs> baptism by <laughs> with an H, effusion or aspersion, pouring or sprinkling, but immersion. So is effusion a is pouring the water, and aspersion is sprinkling the water. Yeah, hmm. interesting. It's fun. I didn't even know there's a difference. Hmm. That's why some of them take you out to the lake and put you down under the water. It doesn't say anything about baptized by fire. Oh, yeah, type that in. Hmm. Is that a for real thing? Um, Which religions baptized? No, just keep that. Which religions baptized, baptized by, by fire? fire? Yeah, just change the <laughs> baptism by fire. The phrase baptism by fire is a phrase originating from the words of John the Baptist himself. Classic. Classic. Of course, the man knew how to do it. It was literally baptized his anything, honey, <laughs> yeah. melon juice. <laughs> baptized in honey wow. and melon juice. <laughs> wow. Many... Well, let me see this right here. Uh, Mormonism. Whoa. The phrase baptism of, by fire or of fire appears, in books. appears several times in the Latter-day canonized scripture. Wow. Uh, in military usage, a baptism by fire refers to a soldier's first time in battle. There you go. Baptized by fire. I yeah. wonder if there's like certain really traditions after that. Like if you get a baptism by fire gift or something like I'm that. I'm not sure what uh, military protocol is. I don't know enough about it. We were getting into... Uh, I know there's a cool one where you, if you cross the... Uh, the is it the International Date Line? There's yeah. like a special... Like a ship's crossing. There's like a ceremony when you bring... When you are a sailor and you first go across... What is it? The line. I'll have to look it up. But it's it's a weird one. Um, the International Date Line is in the Pacific Ocean. It might be the equator. I think it might be the equator, actually. When you cross the equator? I think so. Crossing the line equator tradition. Yeah. Line crossing uh, ceremony. Oh, here we go. The line crossing ceremony is an initiation in which commemorates the sailor's first crossing of the equator. The tradition may have originated with ceremonies when passing headlands and becomes a folly sanctioned as a boost to morale. Okay, this is getting pretty wordy. I yeah, just need so, to know what the fuck it is. Well, it's like they just have a good time. <laughs> as soon as I start saying the word folly, I'm like, I don't know if this needs to be in here. We, a folly? Okay, what the fuck? No, they get into what it. Do, what do they do exactly? They just have a good time. This, they can see this right now. Folly yeah. is a, a fun thing, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, it's so, a romp. almost like ingest. So yeah. sometimes they all dress up. There's like a thing around dressing up and other cat, like the captain. Oh, this he is looks a like, non-captain. Is he, is he dressed up as uh, Poseidon? I don't know. Yeah, look One at that. One of them, Trident. Yeah. No, he's dressed up as Trident. Sometimes there's a marriage, I believe. Oh, yeah, it's like Neptune. King Neptune. Neptune. Oh, yeah, King there you Nep- go. oh, yeah, he's carrying a Trident. Stupid This Jamie. guy. Stupid Jamie. Jesus. <laughs> He's dressed up like it. No, he's, he's totally not. dressed as. What a dumb fuck! <laughs> Jesus. This is like uh, this one's on board the ship, the Medusa. The line crossing ceremony aboard the Medusa. Yeah. So what is it actually? You haven't really told me what it is yet. What what is the? Well, I mean, like they get together. It's a ceremony that they do when they cross for all the sailors well, that are going across right for the first time. Leave right there. One sec. Ordered. Uh, okay, the similar ceremony took place on the HMS Beagle. As they approached the equator on the evening of 16th of February, blah, 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 a pseudo-Neptune, so someone dressed up as Neptune, uh, hailed the ship. Those credulous enough to run forward to see Neptune were received with the watery honors which is customary to bestow. So the officer on watch reported a boat ahead, and Captain Fitzroy ordered, Hands up, shorten sail. Using a speaking trumpet, he questioned Neptune, who would listen to them the next morning. Uh, About 9 a.m., 
The next day, the novices, or griffins, were assembled in the darkness and the heat of the lower deck. Then one at a time, they were blindfolded and led up on a deck by four of Neptune's constables as buckets of water were thundered all around. So what, they make you walk through a lineup while they throw buckets of water on you. Yeah, in some cases. Blindfolded. There's like some controversy, too, where they, uh, there's whipping involved. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is more like what I've... I, the, the devil's tongue. Yeah, I've heard that expression before. Go back to that uh, phrase a really quick, Killer. What does this say here? Um, that one looks more brutal. That looks really bad, actually. Like, they beat the shit out of that I guy. I don't like Equatorial this. baptism. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Baptism on the line, also called an equatorial baptism, is an initiation ritual sometimes performed as a ship crosses the equator involving water baptism of passengers or crew who have never crossed the equator before. The ceremony is sometimes explained as being an initiation into the court of King Neptune. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, okay. it's just I hadn't. It's a weird one. Yeah, this is fucking weird. But could you imagine? The more you know. Could you? <laughs> could you imagine being? First of all, you're on when you go on. You're on sea. You better hope that the person who's in charge of you is a kind soul, or at least honorable or fair and decent. Because if someone tells you, "Listen, boys, we're crossing the equator. There's no one else on board, but you're the only one who hasn't done it. Uh, and if you wanted, if you want to do this to be down, you have to do it." Um, so we're going to come blindfold you and you just have to go with it. Wouldn't you think you're going to be thrown overboard or something like that? Like you can hear water, being, like buckets of water being thrown at you and they're, they're yelling at you and telling, walk forward. You don't know if they you're blindfold them, eh? Yeah. And it's supposed to be like, uh, like you're meeting King Neptune. So there's water splashing yeah. down all around you and it's terrifying. That's not terrifying. I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a good sailor. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think that's probably true. I don't think I'd be a good sailor. I don't think I don't think I'd be a, a good military person. Um, that's that's crazy though. Where did you uh, Where did you originally hear that? Um, I can't remember really. I think it was. Uh, let's see. Like the there's usually like things navy naval ceremonies, rites of passage. That's I think what I came to it on. You Different find the rites craziest of stuff all the time. It was all sorts. of I think shit, we should right? make this so. more more of a like a regular thing i think you should find something once a week something crazy and then whoever teach us, yeah, teach us, a teach us. yeah and where we get have... any teaching there i think i just said hey i heard this weird thing and then didn't know much about it <laughs> I, I learned i learned i learned way more than i did five seconds I don't know ago. if i'll ever use it yeah i don't know Navy but traditions. i know it now i feel like you could do a similar <clears> ceremony <throat> if you've never been south of the equator on tour like in the oh, bus. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? If you went through, you crossed the Australia. Let's develop this right Australia, now. Australia, south of the equator? equator? Yeah. Oh, Ecuador? Yeah. I would hope. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> all of geography that I know is fucked. That <laughs> continent and that country. <laughs> yeah. Both those things are. Yeah. Oh, speaking of these, did you see the petition going around trying to uh, open up free movement between Canada, Mike. Britain, New Zealand, and Australia? I did see that. How all many, the colonies? How many signatures Commonwealth? are they up to? Uh, over 200,000. Oh. Two hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, which means no no work visas, no uh, visiting visas to to travel. Uh, passport? Do you need a passport even to do that? I think you probably. Need I think a you just need to be a resident of one of the four colonies, is what they're saying. I think it sounds like a good idea. What are the drawbacks? Has anyone brought any negatives to light about it? I haven't seen anyone complaining. Interesting. What is the uh, goal of the petition then? To to force uh, like a law change? Or is it to bring Would the it attention? Be in, like uh, Queen's Court or something? 
Queen's Is this court? something that What's this? Should we Google well, this? What's every, everything goes King down. Neptune's everything court? boils down if if it's got to do with the four colonies, everything comes down to the Queen. All oh, right. So the Queen could say, "Yes, Canada, Britain, New Zealand, and Australia are all under the same flag. You should be able to travel freely amongst these lands." Technically, okay, in a weird way, in a backdoor way, she could probably influence policy to start that happening. But reality is the monarchy is uh, uh, it's this uh, they went from like ruling uh, to reigning. Now they're in the reigning period. They they just reign. There's no there's no ruling aspect to it anymore. But the loyalists that exist in the in the uh, British Parliament are still so loyal to the idea of a monarchy in all the governments of all four. That's true. The Canadian Canadian Parliament. True. Uh, well, see, that'd be that'd be interesting because you know, the, okay, we, all all four colonies eventually, uh, um, or at the top, are are reigned over by by the queen in the Commonwealth. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. But what I'm saying is like the okay. The I think the four governments would have to come to a to an agreement. Yeah, which is weird with right the now. queen's blessing. The whole Brexit angle right now, I think, is what would probably torpedo this right now. Because one of the main reasons that originally they voted themselves out of the European Union was that free pass mentality that a lot of the European Union passports provided a lot of the citizens in the EU. Yeah, but that's not... I don't think they're trying to let uh, the reins loose on like getting uh, third world uh, country... Sure, uh, yeah. Like, no, no. But that, like, what about yeah. existing... Like that's the idea, though. Like the ex- the same mentality that would keep out, uh, say, other countries. Period. Regardless of your economic status, it's the same mentality exists that would vote themselves out of a prosperity situation where, like, they're literally in the European Union, like an anchor in it, and now they they're leaving. Did you hear recently? They said they want to maybe go back to a referendum and see if they. Oh, really? Yeah, it was proposed the same guy. The same guy that actually proposed the last one that called their bluff and was like, fine, let's put it to a referendum. I'm very confident, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, maybe we need a referendum on the referendum. Maybe we need to see if that was really <laughs> the one. Maybe we need to know if that was the one that sticks. I'd be very curious to see what Europe looks like in 10 years. In five years, it may be uh, very, very different. I think, like, I think... Uh, Dude, I don't know. There, there's a lot of coastal major cities in Europe and the United States and Canada that may be underwater. Like, that is crazy. Like, they're they're going to do history assignments on, like, Portugal and, like, Lisbon and things like that. They'll be like, yeah, remember Lisbon? Yeah. You can, like, dive Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally di- dive lower Brooklyn. <laughs> Just crazy. That's insane. But, like, we're fucked, know. by the that's, way, if that's yeah, okay. That's, that's no joke, man. Like that. That's uh, this is a real. That's least, happened several times in in the history of the world, though. Certainly. Do you think you can you can find uh, sunken shelves like four hundred, five hundred feet under the water off the coast of Japan and uh, yeah, all over the place? There's yeah, this has happened. This has happened, and it's going to happen again for sure. I, I think the water's going to keep on rising. And then what? Does it does we it dry move, up? We move inland. You just keep moving. Maybe, inland. maybe this is the same thing that happens <clears throat> over and over and over again. This is the cycle, right? Maybe this is the great flood that uh, that uh, is referred to in ancient times. Maybe this has happened, and it recedes, and it comes back, and then it recedes. You know, they go into a, an ice age. Everything freezes up over. Mm-hmm. 
and then it starts to thaw again, and the water starts to rise. Did you read and about? And then it freezes. And then, yeah, like it seems like a. It seems like seems a pretty like a good plausible. Plausible. I think it's totally plausible. I think that what you're saying not only does that seem plausible, but it speaks to like, did you see the? I'm not a scientist. I think you can tell by the way I'm. I, I don't know. Ultra. I, I gotta be honest. You, not smart. <laughs> You're throwing a lot at me right now. I don't. I thought you were a scientist. First of all, this is getting pretty offensive to me. Um, the the thing. What you're saying though speaks to this uh, article that was just uh, up recently. Seymour, uh, did you see this? The there was no. three spears, wooden spears found, and they're four hundred thousand years old or something like that, and they're made with uh, fastening material that didn't exist on record uh, until. 8,000 totally. BC, essentially. So now we have this like insane, this insane history map where we're looking back. Like it's constantly being altered. Graham Hancock, with his theories on on Egypt, yeah, and the way that uh, the Sphinx has existed. I love to, I love to listen to uh, to that guy. So yeah. so brilliant, and the way that the the reigning uh, the the reigning scientific community thumbs their nose at him. And they're like, well, prove it. And they can't admit it because their whole lives are built around this, like, mm -hmm. possible falsehood. And he's like, how could it not be? How could it not be this, you know? I think it's pretty interesting. What's this? Did you find this right here? I'm just looking. It's, it's in isn't, uh, isn't he more like... Uh, it was like three uh, spears. He, he's, he's not willing to, to say that it is one... It happened one way. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not tied to a specific... He's, he just... He asks a bunch of questions. He's mm -hmm. like this, this, and that. He's talking about geometry and like uh, how how all these great pyramids are are positioned perfectly. And like to build that, you have to be very, very skilled, very highly skilled. Not that he has an answer for that. He's like this is this is uh, what what they say happened is probably not likely. And it's crazy though. Like, and they keep on finding uh, colonizations older and older. Yeah, older, older and older. I just, I just think, like, we know that the the Earth is what billions or trillions of years thousand old. Thousand years old. <laughs> I think. I think the Southern Baptists believe it's five thousand years old. <laughs> or the theory <laughs> 2, is. Years. Yeah, scientific theory says that we're like trillions of year, years old or something oh, yeah. like that, right? At least. So now, why couldn't? Uh, why couldn't there be a theory? I'm sure there is that civilizations have risen and f risen and fallen. I don't know how many amounts of times. Like, like that, that was an insane over trillions, right? Pot, dramatic. Right? Pot, <laughs> I was like, what was he gonna say? Like, <laughs> my words aren't that big. <laughs> You're like, I noticed this idiosyncrasy yeah. where I take a pause. Yeah. So, doesn't it make sense that like, like? 10 billion years ago, maybe there were civilizations that had... Well, the fossil record, I don't know if that supports it, right? Well, trillions of years ago then, like, mm. they, they, they know I so far as, like, dinosaurs. Well, yeah. Maybe they can go back further than, than dinosaurs. Yeah, What's to, that, like, like 50, 50 million years ago? What, I'm wait, talking, like, a, 65 million years 65 ago. 65 million years ago. Dinosaurs. Have, yeah. yeah I don't know what the oldest fossil, years ago. fossil is. Yeah, the... When we were growing up, the oldest dinosaur fossil was 65 million years so old. So if, if all that has changed in, in that short time, just think about like... What does if, that say? If, if the, Earth, the Earth is trillions of years old, one trillion years is way longer than the... 
hundred million that that the, that the dinosaurs were here for. So, a trillion years ago, there could have been who knows what was on this planet. Absolutely, that's what I think. I think you're honest. I, I think that the Earth is like rise and fall, rise yeah. and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall. The, the world is a stage, Shakespeare said, and I think on that stage there are these slices of pizza, essentially, and the fractions of time where that particular slice. Is corresponds to that species' ultimate apex alpha reign. And humans, for some fucking reason, this is our reign, and everything before us was wiped out. Maybe they never reached the point where they could record things for the future like this. Or maybe they did record it, but we don't even have the the concepts That's or what the I'm language saying. of tr- A trillion years ago. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, they, maybe they're just as, just as yeah. advanced as we are right, right. now. Because maybe it was us. That phone, your old phone. Like I don't know what it looks like that you just talked about. That you, it you looks very similar to this one. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Wait. Uh, scientists have calculated that the Earth is four point five four billion 4. years 5, old. Four billion years old. With a with an with a give or take of fifty million years. Right. Okay. So all these inconsistent scientists with their fifty. Million how long years. ago were were the the last of the dinosaurs around? Sixty five million years was what i was taught growing up but i don't know that was fucking years ago maybe it's like they just found a dinosaur oldest dinosaur fossil cmart says uh i think people can keep talking it's not gonna just like arrive right i was treating like family feud sorry like we're going to the board yeah (laughs) survey says cmart says says, 500 million yeah it's like instant (laughs) so if the earth is four point what six billion years old right 240 million maybe 240 like, years? like the saying? furthest back that that's they the figured they found. So that's a quarter of a fraction of yeah. the length. Of, like, So who knows? You, who that, knows? But those case, are really advanced life forms, right? You could have had Who knows 16, what happened in the, in the first yeah, three billion is what I'm saying. 16 you know? eras of dinosaurs, essentially. Yeah. Si- like, think about that right. for a second. Yeah. That's how much time. 220 million years. Years. Think about how long you've lived. Our minds can't even comprehend the, the space time. And that, that's that, just theory that they think is it's 4.6. Like, maybe it was always here. That's the thing that I always get caught up on. Something with no beginning and no end. What is that? The universe? The way I'm always... When the I, when the I bring universe it up, and what's beyond it? When I bring it up, the thing I hear back the most is people think, do you remember before you were born? And you say, no, of course not. And they're like, well, that's what... That's what it's like. It's like, like your lights Dying. are on. Your, well, your lights are on. Your lights are off. Essentially, like you're you're aware and then you're not aware. Mm-hmm. Like, you just wake up. That's the and then sometimes you don't wake. Like that kind of never ending infinite. It, that's what it is. Because our our infinite right now is we go to sleep with the understanding that we'll wake up tomorrow. That's that's our Hoping idea. Hoping that we'll wake up tomorrow. That's the closest thing we can perceive to infinite right now is that when you go to sleep. You bank that the next day is promised, mm-hmm. or you finish a Mickey of White Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Jitone <laughs> pours his heart out. <laughs> he gives the biggest apology. <laughs> he looks you square in the eye. He says, "I'm sorry, Seymour." No, I'm just saying. Like we talk about going 
And CMART like, has, what were you before you were like maybe that? And CMART plugs are unofficial sponsor, <laughs> right? <in this>. Hi, <laughs> River Alberta. Yeah, my favorite part about it is that when you showed me the label the first time of the bottle, it was all crooked, askew. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, what happened here? They're like, they're they're all like that. I think they, <laughs> I think they do it by hand. Yeah, yeah, zero fucks given at the yeah. White Lightning <laughs> Distillery. Some, something tells me this was once in a bathtub. And they get free <laughs> free stock for working there. <laughs> Well, goddamn! I don't know. This might have been a weird podcast, but I feel it's all over the place. I feel more honest about, but a I lot think of that's things. what the podcast should be. You were saying what's our, what's our direction? I think we should be uh, yeah. on the honest path, and uh, I want to be I want to pivot trying to be. Yeah, I want to pivot towards honesty and a bit more real because, like, I don't know. For a long time, the majority of our guests were comedians, and so you're going to de facto have more of a fun and entertaining show. We're and, always going to have fun, but yeah, it's always going to be comedy. It's always going to have fun, but like, I. I think I always envisioned this show as kind of like maybe, I don't know, like an exploration of just critical thinking at its core. And then there's a lot of comedy that gets lumped into that. And then if that doesn't do it for you, then we we also do like pure silliness where we just like totally go off and just, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The other day when we were just improving that fortune teller stuff, that was some of the funnest stuff I've. I think I've done ever maybe on the show. I was just so fun doing it, like going off the top and knowing that you don't know where this is going to go, but yeah. I, I trust the person <laughs> you're, you're talking to, that kind of thing. I like that. I like sharing that. A little bit of improv. Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with uh, us wanting to improve. That's improve our improv? Improve our improv. Which is weird because there's like real killers, like real improv people maybe listening to this. We'll let us sat in this podcast. No, <laughs> not on this podcast. We're not improv people. What are you talking about? What? Oh, on, on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I, you what said I'm, in. Yeah, what on. I'm getting at is like we have friends of the show that are like murderers in the improv scene. Like the best they see us doing. And it's I like, need to learn how to not break character. That's a big thing for me yeah. too. I can't do I, I have a hard time. Well, you, you crack me to, up. You, <laughs> it's hard. You have to maintain character. <laughs> Well, you guys started with a fundamental disagreement about the, how to enter the store. And I was like, this is off yeah. the fucking rails from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, you're, like, you're like, well, it's a business. I'm like, is it though? <laughs> like, well, we have to have a premise. Yeah, we're, like, at, a, we're at, a, yeah. at odds here. <laughs> yeah, right away. That was good. Um, fuck, dude. Uh, I ran into Andy uh, Zaremba on the way down here and uh, wished like to. Like, walked into my accident here. Uh, almost, yeah, oh. actually, almost literally bumped into him, and uh, he's he's a big fella. So I was it's like, true. I was like, excuse me, sir, please don't throw your uh, physique around like that. And then I was like, oh, it's Andy Zaremba. How you doing, sir? And uh, he recently got engaged, so oh, congratulations, nice. to Andy Zaremba. Yeah, and uh, Mike Zaremba is engaged as oh, well, wow. I believe. It's getting linked. Well, he's definitely had his child this past mm. uh, fall. So Zaremba's expanding the tribe, making their moves. I like that. Um, Little boocha buds. Booch buds. <laughs> I wonder if they'll like that. Chris Martin said oh, it's it. one of them. Sure, the whole family. Like the, everyone loves the booch here at Flotos. You boochin' bra like that. I actually like the boocha, the booch that he gave me. The booch. Oh yeah, that's right. Or that I was given. Yeah, it was pretty decent. Mike Zaremba gave you uh, kombucha, kombucha for the first time, right? Yeah, it was good. Did you like it? Yeah, I didn't mind it. What I was. Did, what did it taste like? Fizzier than I thought. To be honest, <laughs> that terrifies me. No, it was just it was just a little. There was more to it than I expected. It was nice though. It wasn't. Some people told it's me like it was a fermented, terrible. fermented yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Is it? I've had uh, kombucha from like the grocery store. Hmm. You know the grocery booch. 
Gross, <laughs> gross brooch. G boosh. Gross, gross brooch. <laughs> Does that count? I wonder if that's like sacrilege around here. I wonder I if that's know. like, they're like, oh, you mean you got store bought booch? I think it was like boutique booch. Mm. Oh, oh, it's yeah, like yeah. a high, yeah. like top tier label, crooked. You know, nice. <laughs> right. they did it. They did it in the in the you're like in the bar note back. Yeah, you're like, I don't want to throw shade on this, but I think this might have been in a bathtub at one point. And you're like, okay, well, this is the booch. That's what we're rocking with. Yeah, that's funny. That's how you make it. Um, you know, can we quickly uh, just a few minute quick little recap? Uh, th- this weekend you drove uh, Total Disappointment and the Dreadnoughts. Yeah. on tour. How did that go? Because uh, you had such a crazy start to your week, and then you like it was typical uh, G Town fashion. It was, it was a little stressful. What uh, happened? I picked them up on on Friday, and we had to make the ferry for a one o'clock uh, uh, for a one o'clock reservation out of Horseshoe Bay, <clears throat> and. Uh, I picked them up, uh, I pulled up and uh, opened up the back. We loaded up all the gear and I go to fire it up and the the, uh, the uh, ignition cylinder gets stuck in oh, the no. on position. Oh no, so it's just burning. So it, fi- it fires up and I can't turn it off. So I'm like, oh my God, we're going to the ferry. I have to be able to turn this thing off. Border, yeah, border so, cops draw their weapons. Sir, turn <laughs> off your vehicle. I'm gassing everyone on yeah. the lower level of the boat, you oh know, like God. just killing everything. No. Sir, so, turn your vehicle off. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God, this this can't be happening. I've got 10, 10 bodies in the bus. We have to get to a show on the island t- tonight. Are they aware that you're stressing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure that was as a calm environment. As soon as I fired it up and the key didn't come back, uh, I was like, uh-oh, we have a problem. I can't turn the bus off. Uh, <laughs> Which is the weirdest. Usually, it's like it won't start yeah. or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like you went no, the other guess way on what? that one. Right. Guess what? Perpetually on. Yeah, deal with yeah. Couldn't shut it off. So Tegan <laughs> from uh, from the Dreadnoughts is like, uh, there's a there's a garage right around the corner here at uh, Main and Twenty Sixth or something like that. Uh, they're really good guys. Stop in there and see what they can do. So I go and I pull in there, run into the office. I'm like, hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a little bit of a rush, a little bit of a rush. I'm supposed to be in a ferry in like 45 minutes. He's like, I recognize you. You were fighting a translink machine. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you call my wife a crap? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you're like, oh, fuck. What a turnaround. <laughs> so I get the mechanic to come out. And he's He can't get it to shut off. He, we open up the hood. He's like, if you un- undo the battery, it might shut off. I'm like, no, the alternator's good. If you undo the battery, the alternator will continue running as long as the key's in the, in the on position. So he's like, oh, yeah, that, that's no good. So he, he he goes in and he's he's trying to figure out a way to just shut off shut off the engine. Sure, elephant gun. While while he, while he's in there, I'm stressing out hard and I'm just playing with the playing with it right. And I I I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna crank it. And I fucking reefed on it. Boom! It pops out and it shuts down. So I'm like, okay, okay, I got it shut off. It fires up again and it's still kind of sticky getting back. But I'm like, okay, at least it shuts off. It it fires up and it shuts off. So I run back in. I'm like, I got it to shut off. <laughs> and he gave That'd me three hundred dollars, please. No, nope. he didn't charge me a That's thing. Nice. Wow. Uh, he gave me WD forty to uh, to spray in there, and it loosened everything up. Like uh, now, it, it fucking works like works like wow. brand new. Works like brand new. So we made it to the ferry four minutes late for our reservation. Oh no! So they didn't give us the reservation, but we still got on the ferry. Four minutes late, they still didn't do it. 
because you have to be there before yeah. uh, the ferry was at one. You had to be there before 1230. If you show up after 1230, the computer will not allow your reservation to be uh, wow. to be redeemed. Skynet. They take your 20 bucks, <laughs> but they won't guarantee you, of you get on the boat. Yeah, of course. So <laughs> the bus is 26 feet. There's 10 people in it. We're talking a, like a $250 bill yeah. to uh, to get on the on the ferry to get to what's the other side there. I'm not even sure where we landed on the other side uh, but it was it's just outside of well whatever it doesn't matter but like the the, the i want to see nanaimo i want to say nanaimo but we went up to cumberland they played friday in cumberland it's outside nanaimo For, played friday night in cumberland and then we drove uh south of the island beautiful drive by the way up the uh over the malahat if anyone knows where that is uh it's on victoria vancouver island sorry on the way to victoria uh, we got to Victoria and they played Lucky Bar. I ended up uh, parking several blocks from the venue, and our good friend Carl the Red came to visit. I tagged him. I was like, Carl the Red, G Town's in Va- Victoria right yeah. now. Go down yeah, I was just now. on bus duty, sitting in the parking lot, watching watching the gear and stuff. And Cocaine Mustache was also playing in Victoria <gasps> the same night. They came and, and visited me Chris in the bus Schultz for for, the house? for forty five minutes or so. Yeah. I love Chris. Yeah, I'm such a good guy. always always wonderful to see those guys, Todd and Chris and uh, uh, Charlie Goler and all those guys. Those guys are badass, dude. Badass. If you haven't heard Cocaine Mustache, please listen to Cocaine Mustache. So good. Some, some of the best party rock out there. Don't yeah. let the name scare you off. How's Carl the Red doing? Carl looks great. He's got a baby. What I think he said six or seven months. Sit down, maybe eight months. At least he wasn't. He's he's not. He. Yes. So he right. Yeah. Yes. Not walking yet, but uh, able to like stand. Can't pull himself up yet, but can stand and like hold hold himself up. So Knows most standing. of the guitar notes. Knows, no. yeah. Can can play uh, <laughs> can guitar already, like a beast. Yeah, can already play guitar better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's uh, that's not shocking. That's not surprising. And then easy ride back on on Sunday to get them home. So uh, it was a good good, good weekend. time. Good weekend. Do a hell of a week for you. Yeah. Lots but, happened last week. That's the life. That's the life. <laughs> that's, the life. <laughs> that's the life. What are you going to do? Highs, lots of lows. lows. Enjoy it, folks. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you're so inclined, we would love it if you'd go ahead and check out our sponsor. Uh, Float House is uh, an amazing place to, to spend some time. If you don't know what I'm talking about, take your browser and click on over to floathouse.ca. What's there? The premier isolation tank destination in Western Canada, I'm going to go ahead and say. That's a big claim, but I think it's worth saying because if you check out any other facilities, of which I believe they have six, possibly seven, I think there's a lot out there. Uh, if you look at any of them, they're premier. They're top tier for a reason. One of my favorite parts about it is it's like a spa for your mind. It's so tranquil. Gee, Tony, you haven't floated yet. We have to get you in there. I think you'll love it. I have floated to my account. Do you want me to book you one? Want me to book you one right after the show? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take care of you. Yeah, let me, G-Tone's let gonna me f- hang on to a rain check for that for a bit. G-Tone's going to float. There's a lot's happening right now. Right he's going to report back. But not float right now. Today, he yeah. He doesn't float right now. Can I now. podcast from the float? I don't know how you would do that without being electrocuted, but I am willing to try. I'm willing, hmm. I'm willing to figure it out. I need like a room mic Just or something. Just silence. You have to yell cavern- out of the tank <laughs> for two hours. Cavernous silence. Just... This, don't the Zarembas float and then do the cast right after? Is a that lot, like their thing? Uh, a lot of the time, the boys will float and then come do a show. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you're in a totally different headspace when you come out. So, I don't know. I've, uh, 
I've done cryo and then come down the show and I'm super amped up after I do a cryo sesh, but uh, I don't uh, I don't think I've ever done a float beforehand. Seems like something we should do in 2018. <laughs> I probably seem like I've been doing floats. We got to get like, like a weird hey. guest to come and do that with us. <laughs> what kind of weird guest? I don't know. Someone strange. you pick, Chris Martin. I don't know. We'll have to think about it. Okay, I will think about it. You'll think about it. I started pushing hard on the uh, on the booking for the uh, for the way they used to do our tour. Yes, today. I saw that. I got four dates locked down today, and you have sixty dates available. I'm going to do fifty five shows in sixty days. Whew. Seems like too many shows in too few days. <laughs> Sounds like this guy needs to be able to turn his bus on and off. <laughs> You're like it works. I'm telling you, I WD forty it. It's fine. That, but that, that's a first of all, that's very ambitious. And my favorite part is I already know you've done this before. Maybe not to this. This is the, 42 dates in seven weeks last year. Right. It's going to be 55 in 60 days this oh, year. This is I has to be I'm so happy for you, man. I think that's so cool. The lineup you got going on. Lots of great guys jumping on. Uh, we're going to start off Ryan Somerton and uh, and uh, Nick Foreman are going to join me. It's going to be three four three fifths of Skeeter and the Deets. Actually doing right. uh, like at least the first uh, four, maybe five weeks. I think Nick's going to be with me for the whole thing. Uh, I've got a guy named Will Prendeville who's who's doing the first six weeks with us. He's going to do Vancouver to St. John's, Newfoundland, and then back to his original hometown of Kitchener, Waterloo. Yeah, and then uh, and then he's he's gone. But uh, I've got John Creedon jumping on from June. Uh, That's so huge. June twenty first. All the way to the to the end, we go from Ottawa to St. John's, Newfoundland, and back to uh, uh, Vancouver Island. We're actually doing the island when we get back. Can I express to you how crazy it is to hear you talking about John Creedon like that, that you guys are going to be doing this yeah, tour together? I'm really excited Because the that. first time I heard John Creedon's name even was Jesse Laborde talking about John Creedon, and then John Creedon and Zenny. Uh, when Zenny was doing a lot of shows back Zenith, in the day. Zenith and I booked in with John Creedon at uh, Princeton Pub. That's right. That was the first time I ever met the guy. That's right. And I saw him at Cafe du Soleil. Cafe du Soleil. There's like a lot of shows back in the day where I was like, John Creedon is, is a, that's a huge get for the tour. That's yeah. a, ma- that's a he, major. He travels a lot and I'm stoked to, uh, to that's have amazing. be a part of this one. Uh, that's the kind of growth I love hearing about because you don't, you don't see that, um, in the short term, in the oh, micro, you know who macro. contacted me today? What's that? Did you meet Adrian Ballou, the guy from Sacramento? I don't think I had the pleasure. We picked no. him up in Toronto when he did the, the last leg all the way out to Vancouver uh, on the last one. But he's amazing fucking fingerstyle guitar player. and uh, He didn't play the kickoff, did he? No. No, no, that no, was... that was uh, Trevor Gordon Hall. Oh, right. From, from Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 Trevor's an insane he's player. He's amazing. I'd love yeah. to have him on too, but uh, Adrian says that he's recording with uh, with a, a buddy up in Montreal around the same time that, that I'm doing this, and if he can jump on board and do a, few uh, dates. a large section of Canada with yeah. us, he would absolutely love to do that again. Is he recording with the same guy that did Chris's yeah. latest record? Yeah. Yeah, that Montreal... Oh, I forget his name, but he did... Uh, oh, I remember Chris being super excited about that. Um, that's I great to hear, man. As we start to put more dates together and stuff, we'll be able to update week to Absolutely. week. Absolutely. I'm really excited. Uh, if anyone's interested in booking us for like a, a backyard barbecue party or a basement or hosting a, a, an acoustic show with several singer-songwriters in your house or on your property or in your cafe or, or anywhere, we're, we're definitely looking to book lots of dates. And we'll play for donations. You guys will play 
regardless and the people will come and they'll pay and they'll enjoy themselves and everyone will have a good time absolutely yeah if you're interested in talking to me about bookings please get, please get at me i'm on facebook uh, guy david mcdonald uh look up what is it kick rocks records skeeter merch that's about it that's about it ladies and gentlemen kick rocks records with an x r-o-x-r-e-c-o-r-d-s dot com Wow, that was a nice jingle. Did you just come up with that? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> just got it fell together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. K I C K R O X. Improv. R E C O R D S. Dot com. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that one. Actually. Well, I feel like that was the birth of a new meme right there. That was that was amazing. Uh, Chris Martin, um, I haven't asked you the last two times. I think which well, is before you do. I think uh, we should mention the podcast promo code. This is still oh, the same. Oh, we I think we uh, we got a little. <laughs> we, we messed halfway, it up again. Half weight on that. There's one, one person. That was just... me interrupting again. No, you didn't. know. <laughs> Different manner. Sober this time. <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse. You, you that's just me. Bitch. It's something I have to work on. I'm yeah. Sorry. No, no. The, you know what's funny is no. That's me. That's yeah. Me. That's MD. That's 100 me. Getting lost because I I started. I brought up the the doing a show, and then I yeah. kind of derailed it. I wish. I wish I could be paid for tangents because I would be fucking flush. I would be just <laughs> tangent. Left, left, left. Um, the podcast promo code for the one person still listening to that part of the ad is... Uh, for floathouse.ca. For floathouse.ca. For 20% off your next float is II Podcast. That's what you have to put in. II Podcast. And that'll get you 20% off your next float. I float. Seamart will. Will, will float. float. Yeah. Uh, G-Tone will float. You should float. We should all float. Go ahead and check out floathouse.ca. We all float down here. We all float down here. Which uh, ended up being a good conversation with Dan Garrison last week regarding the Real Mackenzie's record. Anyway, I want to get back into this. Uh, thank you guys very much for watching week to week, leaving comments. Listening, maybe. Listening. Uh, I had no idea, and I needed to hear this. I had no idea how many people actually like listen to the show. Like... The metrics are like pretty much you don't see anything for the iTunes portion of it. It's just like this. It's like you're charting or you're not. And we're not charting. So I'm like, I guess we're just languishing. But then that's not the case. It's you're actually making impacts in, in niche pockets of, of, of regions and things like that. And people are like mad when you don't have an episode up. That's the part I'm just like, oh, okay. There is actually like some kind of effect here. I just, it's, it's not like I heard a good, uh, uh, a good thing, uh, a good analogy to this earlier this week on the Dirtbag Dan show. Uh, he had uh, uh, one of his guys who's regularly on there, uh, a, a guy named Reverse Live. And he talked about how uh, he loves releasing music. Um, but, you know, when you do, uh, like when you do a, a project, like a, like a performance piece, like if you're battling, like in his case, if you're a battle rapper or you perform live... They prefer that because that's where you get your fucking – you see the immediate payoff. Like there's a room full of people. You get to see their reaction right away. You know everything about the situation. It's all awesome. When you do a medium like this, it's like you put it out there and you might not hear about it for like years. You might not have any idea that any impact on anyone forever. It's like a lot of working on your own wherewithal. There's no, there's no uh, lying to it. You can't like – you know, like if you're waiting on it to be adulation every week, it's – probably not going to happen you know it's just like any other real skill in your life you have to kind of just keep with it and that being said 
we're going to stick with it and uh, see what the fuck happens. Because this was episode 158. And uh, we'll be back next week. Seamart, how can people follow you if they're so inclined? Uh, just don't do that. Because it's not a thing. <laughs> Amazing. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're so inclined, we'd so love it if you'd leave us a review. Go ahead and search us on intergalacticinterviews.com. Uh, that's where all the past episodes are. You can check out Crazy Hijinks. Search the keywords for your favorite stuff. Lots of G-Tone episodes in there. Lots of Seamart Hijinks. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we love you guys. We love doing these crew episodes. And uh, we will see you all next week. Pop that like button. Pop, squish that subscribe button. I love that. That was my favorite. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.